Hey friends, and welcome back to the Habits and Home Show. Do you feel that it takes forever for you to clean your house? Do you feel like it takes too long? Well, on today's show, I am sharing with you three tips to clean your house in less time with daily habits. I cannot wait to dive into these with you. We're going to break them down and break out down all the different zones in your house. I'm going to show you how to set up your systems, how to set up your routines, and how to delegate responsibilities of cleaning those different areas to the members of your family. So I hope you're excited for that. Now, one thing I want to mention that is a part of these habits and these routines is having a daily reset. This is something I do every evening. And I promise you, it has dramatically changed my life. It has made me a better mom because I'm happier in the morning, not facing any to-dos right when I open my eyes in the morning. My kitchen is reset. It's like it's like the gift that I give myself every single morning. And I know that you will benefit from this as well. So if you want to learn how to do this daily reset and how it can apply to your family and to your life, scroll down and grab my free checklist. I know it's going to bless you. Okay, let's dive in to these three tips that I have for you of how to clean your house in less time with daily habits. And welcome to the Habits and Home Show. I'm your host, Lisa Lazat, and I help busy moms bring order to their homes by downsizing and decluttering and ditching old habits in exchange for systems that bring peace and more enjoyment to their lives. We have too much stuff, not enough space or time, and lack the motivation to get our life together. We need simplified solutions to tame the chaos around us and be available, both mind and body, to experience all the joy that life has to offer. Are you ready, friend? Let's get started. All right, so the first thing that you're going to want to do is divide your home into different zones. And you want to focus on one zone at a time. That way you don't get distracted and you leave the zone without getting it completely clean. Your home will never feel clean if you move from one room to the other without finishing that room completely. So I have six different zones for you to focus on. Make sure you get a pen and piece of paper and write these down. Or you can just go to my blog and refer back to there because I'm going to put everything over on my blog at habitsandhome.com. All right, so the six zones that I want you to break your home in, down into. Now, you might have more zones than I do, but these are the six main ones that I am focusing on, and you can create more zones if you have more rooms in your home. Okay, so the first zone is going to be your kitchen zone. This is going to include your pantry, your dining room, your refrigerator. The This is your zone number one, okay, your kitchen zone. The next zone is going to be your bedrooms, all of the sleeping areas. Um, and then the other zone is going to be your laundry room. Now, if you're like me and you have your laundry room in your kitchen, then that is going to be in zone number one. So the next zone would be your laundry room. You're going to focus completely on cleaning your laundry room. Then you have your bathrooms, your car, and outside. So that is the six different zones. Now, if you have a garage, you're going to include a seventh zone. 
for me, we only have a shed outside. So I am lumping that into my outside zone. So I'm going to repeat those for you. The kitchen, bedrooms, laundry room, bathroom, your car or your cars if you have multiples, and then outside. And outside includes your porches, a pool, anything that is outside the walls of your home, including your garage, okay? So your garage, it would be your seventh zone if you have a garage. All right, so that is tip number one, is to separate your home into different zones. Write them out, make a plan, okay? Step tip number two is to set up your systems and your routines. Now, this part of this segment in this podcast is going to be a little bit more meaty. I'm going to give you a lot of information to go into this because I really want to focus on systems and routines. That is just something that is really important to me. And I love teaching people about creating systems and creating routines. Okay. So in your kitchen, the first, the very, very first thing that you have to do if you want to minimize how, how hard and how long you're spending cleaning your kitchen is you have to first declutter your kitchen. If you are moving things, sliding it everywhere, like on your, your, your counters and you're having, having to shift items to clean around them, that takes a lot of time. So if you minimize the declutter for, or if you minimize the clutter first, it is going to lessen the time you're spending shifting everything around. So for me, I don't like anything on my counters. I use a, I live by a clear counter rule. So I view counters as my workspace. They're not for storage in my view. Now, if you want to store things on there, that's totally up to you. It just depends on your organizing personality. If you are someone who has to have everything at arm's reach, that's fine. It might not frustrate you. For me, it frustrates me having things out and visual, um, visible and out on the counters. I like everything to be completely cleared off. So when I wipe it down, I'm not shifting everything around. You decide what is good for you and what brings you peace and doesn't cause you stress. So if I know if something is on the counter, I know that it has to be put away. It's not competing with the things like, like decor. It's, it's just, it's completely visible for me to know, Hey, you haven't put me away yet. <laughs> so I keep my counters completely clean and clutter-free. The next thing that I want you to do in your kitchen is to establish a dishwashing routine. For our family, we have this little thing that we say, wash, dry, put away, wash, dry, put away. Of course there's rinse in there, <laughs> but we just say wash, dry, put away. After we eat, off of any dish. We don't even put it in the dishwasher. We have one, we just don't use it because we have this habit of wash, dry, put away, and it resets our dishes right away. So you need to establish a dishwashing routine. The next thing is to set up your meal planning routine. You need to create a master list of all of the meals that your family will actually eat. <laughs> don't you know, have these wishful thinking thoughts of like, I want my kids to eat this food when they're not going to eat it. And you're going to end up struggling. <laughs> Do yourself a favor and just feed them things that you know that they're going to eat. 
healthy things, of course, but just make a master list of all the foods that your family will actually eat. Do yourself a favor, cut yourself some slack and just enjoy meals and motherhood and grocery shopping and the whole, the whole thing of meal planning. Okay. So um, after you do that, you are going to look in your refrigerator, look in your pantry and, um, you know, create or like what, what meals can you make just with the ingredients you already have? So then that is the day before you go shopping to clean out your refrigerator. That is my personal routine of when I wipe down my refrigerator, all of the food is already out of the refrigerator because I need to restock. So I go ahead and wipe it all down right then. So then I go and get my meals for or my ingredients for my meal plan, bring it back and restage my refrigerator. So it's easy to see everything and I'm not having food waste. The next thing you want to do is have a cooking routine. So if you have a cooking routine, that means you're going to have a cleanup routine. If you are just willy nilly in it and not really knowing when you're going to cook or how you're going to cook or what what you're going to like, what tools you're going to use while you're cooking, it's going to feel like chaos all of the time. So have a designated spot that you cook in. Mine is right between my stove and my sink. I have all of my ingredients right there. And as I'm cooking, I'm also cleaning up as I go and then designate a dusting and a mopping Day. If it's not done daily, schedule this in your calendar to remind you how often that you want to do it. Okay, so that is our systems and routines for our kitchen. Let's go on to the bedroom, the bathrooms. So first of all, minimize the stuff in your bathroom. If you have stuff all over the counter, you're not able to easily clean it. You're shifting things all of the time. So start with decluttering your counter. Your, the next thing you're going to do is gather up your supplies to create a cleaning caddy for your bathroom. It, your cleaning supplies are already in your bathroom, ready to go. And then set up your cleaning station. For me, it's underneath my sink. I have one bucket for my dry, my clean rags and then another bucket for my dirty rags and after I after whoever cleans that night they wipe it down wipe everything down which I'll go over in just a minute um and then they take that dirty rag and put it in the dirty basket and then I take the basket at the end of the week and wash those rags so um establish your cleaning station then establish your daily reset routine. So for my family, we have established that there's five people in our family and there's five days of the weekday. And so each person has a day that they wipe down the mirror and we clean from top to bottom, the mirror, the um, faucet, the sink, the counter, and then the toilet top to bottom. And then I take over cleaning the shower every night in while I take a shower, I actually clean the shower while I'm showering. It's super easy. I have an episode for that that I'll, I will link below as well. So um, definitely establish your cleaning routine. Now you're going to have to share this with your family and show them what you expect as far as the, their daily cleaning routine. And then have a designated day that you do a deep clean. This means mopping your floor and sweeping it, mopping it, and anything else as far as like the cobwebs around the, the top of the, the ceiling. 
make sure that you schedule this in, whether you do it twice a year or you do it once every quarter, or if you do it monthly, whatever your personality is, as far as what's clean and dirty to you, decide when that is, put it on your calendar for it to pop up and to tell you, hey, today's the day to clean. All right, let's move on to the laundry room. First and foremost, we want to minimize the mess in the laundry room by decluttering how much is actually in the laundry room. For me, I like to keep, keep only the things that are related to laundry in my laundry area. I don't even have a laundry room. I just have a laundry area and a laundry cabinet. So for you, if you have a huge laundry room, keep only the things in there that pertain to doing laundry. Now, if you also have, if this room is multi-purposeful, then designate those areas or those shelves for what you want to store on them, but try to keep it as minimal as possible. Now, if you are someone who has been hoarding for a while or you need to retrain some habits, you probably have to go hardcore and just strip it all away to only the bare bones, only the bare minimum, to only laundry supplies until you to, until you establish that habit and you retrain yourself from not storing extra stuff in that area, okay? And then as usual, set on your calendar a time of the year or of the month, if you wanna do it monthly, uh, when you're going to sweep, mop, and dust. I always feel like our daily resets are the wipe down or the reset of the stuff and our deep cleaning, the things that we don't need to do as often are our, our sweeping. Well, not probably not sweeping. I sweep pretty often, but our mopping and our dusting that needs to be done either monthly, quarterly, every two, every two, um, every two months, however you want to do it, that needs to be scheduled in. Um, and to remind you, so I like to use my reminders app on my phone to remind me of when I need to do that. Now, sometimes I will just be like, I'll notice it. And I'm like, I'm just going to do it right then. I like to take immediate, immediate action sometimes and not wait until that like special cleaning day or on Saturday when I'm going to clean everything. If I see it's a mess, I have become more mindful to just, just do it. Sometimes putting it off actually causes us more strain than if we were just to do it right then. It, it might only take us five minutes, but thinking of doing that task probably has cost us days. It's caused us to lose days of, you know, just peace of mind that it's done. So five minutes of actually doing it versus days of thinking about it, I will take five minutes of doing it right now. So if something comes to mind that you're like, oh, I need to do it, just do it. <laughs> All right. So that's on the, to the laundry room. Oh, speaking of laundry room, I, I want to remind you or tell you of one more thing. Minimize baskets. Baskets tend to collect clothes and tend to keep you from finishing your laundry cycle. So minimize the amount of baskets, the laundry baskets that you have. My, our family actually only has, I think, two baskets. One of my daughters are in because she does her own laundry. She's a teenager. And then one basket beside our washer and dryer that collects our clothes for the day. We do our clothes every single day. Now, if you are someone who likes to separate your clothes, you might need one of those tri-fold baskets, whatever they're called. Um, so that might be something that you need. But try to limit your baskets because they tend to keep us from finishing our um, laundry cycle completely. I also have an episode or a video, actually a YouTube video, explaining our entire life 
our entire laundry cycle. So I will link that for you as well. All right, three more areas, bedrooms, car, and outside. So for your bedrooms, minimize the stuff. Are you seeing a trend here to clean quicker and to not clean as often or as much? It takes minimizing our stuff because we're not shifting things. We're not spending all that time shifting things around. We're not spending our time returning things to different areas of our home that don't belong there, which means we're not losing focus. Okay. Do any of y'all have that problem where you walk out of the room into another room and you're like standing there thinking, why did I come in this room? Okay, that's time wasted. That's why it takes us forever to clean different areas. First of all, we don't have a system. Second of all, we have too much stuff that we're moving everywhere and it's distracting us. Okay, so first of all, minimize and declutter your stuff first. Then work on establishing a habit of resetting, okay? That's another trend I keep talking about, resetting before you go to bed at night, okay? Establish a nightly reset routine. And again, if you need my checklist to walk you through the process of resetting and you need that accountability, that habit tracker, download my free reset checklist. Okay. So have a, a daily reset routine of your bedrooms and then establish or designate a dust and mop day. However often that you like to dust and mop for me, it just depends. Like I said, if I see it and I, it comes to mind, I do it then, but on a like minimal basis, probably like once a month, as far as vacuuming, dusting, probably not as often. <laughs> so just based on your like level of dirtiness, do it how often you feel like your house needs it. All right, moving on to our car. Again, minimize the stuff inside your car. You're not going to be able to get in there and vacuum. If you are pulling out trash, pulling out soda cans, pulling out your kids' shoes that they are kicking off for the 100th time, you're pulling out all the donation stuff that you meant to drop off on your way into town. <laughs> minimize the stuff that you carry in your car. And you can do this by having a good car routine when you get home. Of course, I have another, another episode on that that I will link in the show notes. <laughs> I have all these episodes for all these systems for y'all, okay? So one thing that I, or two things that I have for keeping our car clutter-free is having a trash can beside our trash or where we park to where we can just put, get the trash out really quickly and throw it away right there. So having a trash can beside where you park and then having this rule of grab what doesn't belong in the car. So instead of the kids jumping out of the car and just running inside and getting on their devices or going off and playing and doing whatever they want, I want them to be mindful and to be a part of the family and to have some responsibility. So I say, before I even open the doors or unlock the doors to let them out, I turn to them and say, everybody grab at least two things or three things or four things or grab, grab anything you know doesn't belong in the car. And so they're all walking in the house with stuff. Now, does it end up on the kitchen island? Absolutely, but it's not in my car anymore. <laughs> we can use our kitchen island or our kitchen counters as our workspace to then put all of those items away where they need to belong. Okay, so then designate, remember we're, keeping our car clean. This is not just tidying up. This is our, keeping our car clean. Now that we've minimized our stuff and we've created a, a daily routine of resetting and cleaning out, we need to designate a bi-weekly or a monthly car wash day, okay? 
treat yourself and just go to the car wash. I promise it will be well worth the $30 that you pay for someone else to wash your car. All right, last zone that we're gonna go over is the outside zone. Uh, here we go. Minimize the outside stuff by decluttering it. And then I want you to make it a habit to put away the projects that you are working on. I don't know about y'all, but we live in an old house where we are always doing some kind of renovation project or some kind of farm project or I'm gardening or chickens or my daughter's doing stuff with her horse. And we are always doing projects around our house. So if we were to leave all of that stuff out, it would create a huge mess. So you can have the appearance of cleanliness by just simply putting your stuff away after you use it. And then establish a weekend reset. This is something that is different from my daily reset. I have a weekend reset. And my weekend reset includes things like my meal planning and resetting my calendar, resetting our budget. And one of the things on there is resetting the outside. I go around and reset the outside. So create a weekend reset. And of course I have an episode for that as well. Then I want you to designate a time of the year where you can, you're gonna pressure wash or deep clean the outside of your house, the concrete, I don't know about y'all, but I have to do the concrete pretty often, probably like, you know, every two months we have to pressure wash the concrete, but the outside of our house, we actually do every other season. So pick a, pick two seasons out of the year, whether it's going to be winter and summer, or it's going to be spring and fall where you reset and refresh the outside of your house. This includes pressure washing your house, as well as freshening up any of the flower beds. We use pine straw in our beds, but you might use mulch. So that is a good time to refresh your house. So either pick summer and winter or spring and fall. For us, it's spring and fall. All right, so that closes out tip number two of creating your systems and your routines. Now we're gonna go on to tip number three, which is to delegate responsibilities. Girlfriend, you do not need to be doing all of this on your own. <laughs> please do not. If you are a perfectionist, please let go of your perfectionist tendencies until your kids no longer live at home. <laughs> Trust me, I had to. I rather have the help and it not being at my highest perfectionist standard than to kill myself and never had fun doing anything with my family. So let that go and, and recruit help from your family. So the first thing in the kitchen, assign meals that your husband and your kids can cook, okay? Assign meals to your husband and your kids can cook. Today, I actually cooked up a meal. Well, I didn't, but I got started cooking up a meal breakfast with my son and he's like, can I cook the eggs? And I was like, sure. And that led in, led him to doing the entire meal. And I actually recorded it. I said, Hey buddy, can I record this and put it on YouTube? And he's like, yeah, that'd be great. So I'm going to share with you very soon. Our sausage and egg croissant breakfast It's a simple meal and it's something that I enjoy. So schedule meals on your meal plan that your husband and your kids can cook. Don't make them so difficult to where your kids and your husband can't cook these, these different meals, okay? And then assign up cleanup chores. Um, so something that we do after dinner is that nobody gets to go off and be by themselves or go off and do whatever they wanna do after dinner. We all stay in the kitchen and clean up until the, the kitchen is reset for the day. All right, and then like I said, establish a wash, dry, and put away routine. That way everyone is doing their part to take care of the dishes. 
in the bedrooms, establish your nightly routine, get your kids involved to reset their own bedrooms. If you're tucking them in at night, you get to inspect, look over the rooms, have them go to the rooms about 10 minutes before you come in, say, hey, go reset your room. I don't like to use the word, go clean your room because I like to use clean when we're actually like deep cleaning, like we're dusting and like using soap and vacuuming. That's what I mean by clean. I like to tell them to go reset. So we like to use those terms um, very specifically. So I just tell them, go reset your room before I tuck you into bed. And so they'll come in, reset their room. And if I see anything out of place, then I will help them reset as well. Then um, if you want to do a, like a clean, a deep clean, I like to get my whiteboard out and I like to list out everything that needs to be clean in their bedroom or in the house and have them check off those items, you know, before they get to go outside and play before they get on any devices. That is a great way to involve them and for them to see how much they actually have to do. They're actually really motivated to get all of their things checked off because they know if they do they can go and have some free time. So that is a great way to get them involved with cleaning their bedrooms, as well as any other part of the house that you want them to help with, okay? Moving on to the bathroom, I've already said how our family picks a day of the, we have five people in our family and there's five weekdays. We take the weekend off, give yourself a break, give your entire family a break and take the weekend off from deep cleaning your bathroom. Now, why we started deep cleaning our bathroom every day is because it is gross. Restaurants clean their bathroom multiple times throughout the day. And we can at least clean our bathroom and our toilet and our sink, especially at least once a day, because I just don't like to go into bathrooms that are gross. So create a routine. Even if your kids are really little, show them how to grab the rag, grab the spray bottle and wipe off their counter, wipe, wipe off the, the sink and the bathroom counter. Okay, so bless yourself by taking the weekends off and create your simple daily routine of cleaning up. The next one is your laundry room. So everyone, um, if your family has uh, the system where everyone has their own laundry baskets in their room, then they are responsible for washing their clothes, taking it to the washing machine and doing the whole process. Now, our family does not do that because we have boys and they would probably never wash their clothes. And another thing that they would probably do that I've actually tried they, when I have a, a laundry basket inside their closet, they put their clean clothes in their laundry basket too, just because they don't want to put them away. So laundry baskets for everyone in our family does not work. We have one central laundry basket where everybody puts their clothes in for the day. And then we wash their clothes at night. And we have a laundry routine that we a laundry cycle that we go through. And I will post the video of um, walking through me, walking through our laundry routine and our laundry cycle. And we actually have our laundry room inside our kitchen. So that is a really neat video to see how we manage keeping up with our laundry routine while our laundry is in the kitchen. All right. Um, we already talked about bedrooms and bathrooms, your car. Okay. Here's the thing. If you get your, go to take your car to the car wash, you're spending about 35 to $50. Okay. I do that once a month, but the car still gets dirty throughout the month. So what I have liked doing is just hiring my kids to do this. My son, he is 11 years old and he is always wanting to make money. So I'll hire him to do, to pressure wash my car and to vacuum the inside of it. I'll pay him like $10 and he is happy to do it. And I'm happy to hire him. So hire your kids to wash your car. 
And then the last thing is the outside. How can you recruit help? Well, first of all, have your kids go outside and collect anything that belongs to them. If there's anything left out in the yard that belongs to them, after they've picked up everything, then you say to them, okay, anything that's left, you're telling me that you no longer want it and I can donate it or throw it in the trash. Well, they will take a very good look around the yard and make sure that they did not leave anything out. So that's the first thing that you can do. The next thing that you, you could do is get your whiteboard. I love my whiteboard. I love my whiteboard to tell my kids what to do instead of me telling them what to do. Get your whiteboard and list out all the chores that you want to accomplish on the outside. This is during your weekend reset and ask them, say, hey, the whole family is contributing to cleaning up the house outside, clean up the yard. Which one of these chores do you want to contribute? Which one do you want to help with? If they, I don't know about your kids, but my kids, we like, okay, I want to do this and this and this. None of them would say, I don't want to do any of it. I would look at them in the face and be like, did you just say that to me? Did you just say, I don't want to help with anything? <laughs> But that's just our family. If your kid says, I don't want to do anything, you say, okay, well, you could sit right here on these steps and watch us all do the chores around the house. And then when everybody completes the chores that they have contributed to on that list, you go out for ice cream or you go and get some slushies at the gas station. And the person that didn't contribute doesn't get anything. And I bet you your friend, your little, your little kid or your your husband or whoever it is that says that you don't want to contribute they'll be like I want to contribute it wouldn't be your husband I, I promise <laughs> not my husband at least um they would probably be like I want to come I want to come they're going to get first of all they're going to get bored of just sitting there it's our in, in it's our human nature to want to work so being lazy after a while of just sitting there watching other people work, I'm pretty sure they're gonna wanna contribute. They're gonna wanna do something with their life. <laughs> so let them, if they don't wanna help, you say, okay, well, you have to sit right here and, and watch everybody else help. I'm pretty sure that they're gonna contribute after that. All right, so I hope you got some good ideas of how you can create systems in your home to help you clean faster and more efficiently to where you don't feel like you're cleaning all the time and that you could actually enjoy life. So I'm gonna go back over those. First of all, create zones in your home, cleaning zones, and focus on one zone at a time. The next thing to do is to set up your systems and your routines. What does that look like for you? Declutter your area. That is one, the, one of the biggest things. Declutter first, and I bet so much of your cleaning is just gonna take care of itself. You are not gonna be wasting time shifting things around, having to return items back to different places around your home and getting distracted is gonna save you so much time. And the last tip that I have for you is to recruit help and to designate responsibility. All right, friend, I hope you enjoyed this, this tip, tactical, tactical tip, filled episode and don't forget to go and download your free checklist of how to reset your home every single day all right i'll see you right here next time at the habits and home show